Oh my god, you clicked it. What have you done? You just clicked on my first episode, you beautiful idiot. Um, I'm not going to talk too long at the beginning. I just want to get into this interview. It was absolutely crazy in the most awesome way. And um, But I thought I'd introduce myself just a little bit, just in case like you don't know who I am. Uh, maybe you found this podcast through my guest. Maybe you were clicking around on iTunes, found a future episode, went back in time, seeing what the fuck this is all about. Well, basically, my name is Sean Siriani. I am a videographer slash hack comedian. And um, over the years, I've been uh, kind of traveling around and meeting the most interesting artists and creative minds. And basically, this uh, podcast is a way to showcase them and also a good excuse for me to hang out with them once again and catch up with all these people. But uh, honestly, I'm such a fan of uh, this podcasting medium and just how much it's grown over the years. And actually, I, I listen to a lot of just random shows and they, they actually help me get through my day like when I'm working a shitty job or just giving me inspiration here and there and um, also a lot of the people you are going to hear on the show are people I've met throughout my travels and they've also gave me an insane amount of inspiration and I just want to I want to share these people with other people and that's you and thanks for clicking and uh, what else am I going to say blah 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 Oh my god, I fucking suck. Um, let's panic and uh, hit the theme music. going. Shout out to Danny Sari, making me some proper music. I'm gonna ride this way to the end of the song fucking rocks. Yes, yes. Yes. Today's guest, some people in the rap universe know him as Mindbender Supreme. Some people in the porn industry know him as Malcolm Lovejoy. He is my friend who I call Addy Stewart, and he is an amazing rapper, porn star, journalist, teacher, and the fucking king of love and awesomeness. Here we go. Yes, this is on. I already did an intro to you, but I don't know if I've done it justice because you are a multi-dimensional <laughs> supreme alien <laughs> of a human being yes! of awesomeness. I fucking love you for telling the truth. Yes, I am. I am. Yeah. Oh man. So, okay, I got. I I, I got to remember like a, people who are listening might not know you like I know you. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you three questions. Okay. And the first one 
is who is Addie Stewart? Oh, Addie Stewart. I'm starting to forget who that guy is now. I'm starting to evolve into some amazing places. But, like, I guess Addie Stewart is... <laughs> I love you for asking that, Sean. <laughs> no one's ever asked me that question. Totally. And, and uh, the awesome thing is, in life, um, I'm really redefining what the fuck identity means and like my I'm my energy I feel like is a light beam and I'm blasting out like an innovator in a trailblazer like so far away from where I was born and who I was that like sometimes I stop and look back and be like holy fuck I'm kind of alone out here doing all this wild shit and like I'm not even like the Addy that most people know because yeah. I've, I've been doing so much wild sex shit and porn and hip-hop and shit. Like, I'm not the person that I even knew. I'm not the person I knew last year. I'm not the person that everyone knew five years ago. And I'm totally not the Abby Stewart that I even knew when I was a child. Yeah. Do you feel like now you are kind of molding into things that you dreamed of being as the past Addie Stewart? Or is this like new inspirations coming together and just um i love you man for saying that because i constantly whenever people say um how are you doing my response is i'm living in a dream i don't say fine i don't say good i constantly say i am that's all i can say to really articulate what the fuck my life is now, man. I'm like, I, I, I like, love this. Like, so it's, it's, it's really the truth. I'm like, my, my, my eyes, my energy, me, who I am, I'm looking at you and the world from inside my dreams and things that I fantasize about and experiences that I wished would happen. And a lot of them happen. Like, I, and most of my dreams are based on love and sexuality and beautiful things, mm-hmm. and sometimes music and shit. But music's not the amazing thing that it used to be. Yeah. Um, but so like now it's just like I'm dreaming of having orgies and going to sex parties and shit <laughs> like that. And like, and we are gonna touch on those yes, subjects. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, and and that's like I'm living inside my dreams. And like every day, it's I'm like kind of assembling things that I've always wanted to do and like it can happen yes and uh you mentioned the music this is intro question two of three awesome who is Mindbender Supreme Mindbender Supreme yes uh Mindbender Supreme is the lyricist is the vocalist I like to say vocalist because I'm starting to sing now and I want to growl and and fucking I'm exploring um, stand-up comedy and, yes. and yeah, absolutely fucking stand. Like, there's some thoughts that cannot be expressed best in rhyme form. It's just best to say it as a joke. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I'm also like looking at pastors and political speakers and stuff. So like, I incorporate all dimension and, and even acting for sure. Like acting in monologues. Holy shit! Oh yeah, I can totally see you like rocking that shit, man. Yeah, and it's it's a it's gonna happen, and uh, it is happening. But um, I'm saying I incorporate all levels of vocalism and ex- and human language expression into Mindbender, and um, I just I want to be like I. I used to want to be like the best MC of all time, but like my, I just, 
I think I want to be maybe the most innovative MC of all time now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I love Nas and the traditional, like, Nas, whatever, Nas, Biggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, whatever. Like, I love those guys, but I don't, people will never put Mindbender in the same conversation as Biggie and Nas and Jay-Z because, like, my shit is usually too fucking left of field. I feel like when I listen to your music, it's, like, it's almost weird. It seems like it's even, like, ahead of it's time right now because right now it feels like we're in such like a commercial rut where you kind of like just do you like it's it's hard to explain like when you when i listen to like your lyrics it's just like it's like a genuine thing you're not like trying to put on like this image you're saying like a lot of fuck you to like corruption and like or just talking about love and it's just like kind of like this core like primal like type of thing coming out of you which i really enjoy dude you see that thank you so much because that's exactly what my music means that was that's what the purpose of my music is for it's for all human beings i don't think of a certain market i don't don't make it just for black people i don't make it just for dudes i don't make it just for like the young hip-hop generation it's for all human beings who are like anti-corruption anti-ignorance anti-fucking bullshit so like i love that you get like i'm just like yo this is clever experimentation and wordplay and fucking inspirational poetry and language for all fucking humans that can understand this so like that's and some people you know, I guess they don't hear the same things, but whatever. That's art. Yeah. Everyone interprets whatever. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like, too, it's like a lot of people are just getting watered down to what is selling today. I'm sorry. That's, that's my me. Oh, that's you. I got the same tone. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people are just like, they're they're falling into this certain mold of just mediocrity. Yeah. Where when somebody does And something, idiocracy. Yes. Yes. Fuck, yes. that movie is so brilliant. But yeah. It's just... Sorry. Oh, no, it's all good, but uh, it's kind of like, I don't, like, I'm familiar with, like, lots of, like, your hip-hop and stuff, but I also, I listen to metal, I listen to, like, girls playing sappy songs on the guitar, but, like, with all these, these genres that I find, like, I just draw to what is real, and, like, nowadays I'm listening to, like, the fucking radio, and... It's just like some of these big names. I don't. I don't want to turn this into like a, yeah, a fast of me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just right, like yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah, it's so but, simple. Yeah. But it's almost like it. It feels soulless. <laughs> like there's so, no yeah. soul. Yeah, yeah. And like so right now. I feel like lucky. Like when I first moved to Toronto and I picked up a camera, that I got to go to a studio and kind of document document you kind of recording and stuff like that too and i remember getting fucking like goosebumps yeah. just from like <laughs> it just like i don't know and uh there's that one day you just came in and uh i i see like when i was working at the studio i see lots of like people come and go but they're just trying to like it's almost like they're not in it for the art of it they're in it because they saw like an MTV video and just want to be cool. So they'll come in with like one piece of paper of lines or whatever. You came in and you're just like, I'm not sure what I'm going to do today. And you dumped a backpack of books and books and books of fucking lyrics. And like right away before I heard you rapping, I'm like, holy shit, this guy's the shit right now. But but dude, like, dude, I have to tell you, I want to give you a couple exclusives for sure, because I really appreciate this. Like one thing that I really am about to do 
it's very imminent in my life it's something I've, i envision as the flood of love and um it's just i think people have seen maybe 20 percent of my art they've never seen my visual art i draw i draw all mm -hmm. the time um they've only heard probably 15 percent of my music i got so much music i've just been sitting on and i'm just like hmm, i'm not ready to release this yet and like my sexuality is a part of me i've i've a fucking a dude from uh fucking han solo records was like you remember when you made this song 15 years ago and it was the song was called fuck rap i want to be a porn star so like i've <laughs> yes, had I've, it's I've, happened I, yes i've had these dreams for a death so it's been like long all this stuff has been this just like bubbling so there's about to be a flood of love and mind is about to just destroy everything with so much artistry that people have never seen and like i'm i'm sick of all the bullshit and mediocrity now I've, i feel like i've sat back and i've been like i've i've supported everyone i've i haven't been too critical i've been all positive and i've whatever i'd rather you fucking make music than sell drugs but now i'm gonna fucking diss all you whack motherfuckers who don't who like brought hip down hip hop down to a third grade reading level like i don't give a yeah. fuck i have to diss you young thug if you can't fucking put a fucking sentence together like an intellectual human Oh, like oh, I, get, yeah. I get infuriated <laughs> I by. I tell you, the, just crunching the, up like, right now, but yeah, like the thing is, like you know, I'm smart about it, but like the percentage of decent hip hop has plummeted so low, <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't relate to the culture anymore. That's one of the main reasons I got into porn. I'm like, fuck, I can't relate to you people anymore. You're stupid. You're not clever, and you're fucking just using the potential of hip hop in the most minuscule ways and we could do so many more things with this and we should because the world's so fucked up there's so much money and power and fucking probability and possibility that we could do but all you fucking kids like think old school is like oh that shit is like it came out seven years ago that's old school are you fucking <laughs> no, stupid no. old school is 1983 you fucking <laughs> idiot do you know what hip-hop from 83 is fuck anyways yeah. but um uh, i also wanted to say like um Mindbender, like, I really do believe that my stuff is ahead of its time, man. I really genuinely do believe that. And I, I don't want to fucking... Sometimes I get like, oh, man, they'll fucking listen to me when I'm dead. And, and, but that's a really egotistical thought. Yeah. And it's like, I just have to work way harder than the average MC and just make people realize that, yeah, if you listen to my first album from 1997, Supreme Being Unit, The First Great Pyramid. Mm -hmm. I could, that's, what, that's with you and your twin brother, right? Yeah, yeah. And like on my first song, Psychokinetic Forces, I'm like, right, that rhyme, if you put it out right now, still sounds pretty fucking advanced. And that's from 1996. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it, I've, it, been, it, I've been ahead of my time. Yeah, it's, it's cool too because like uh, you're, you're not on the radio, but there's a lot of like industry people who know and respect you like just uh, drop a few names there's nardwar there's drake mm -hmm. even like you've been on stage with the wu-tang guys mm -hmm. and they it's like people many many times yes yeah, yes yeah. like didn't, didn't one time that you fill in like the part for old dirty bastard yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah 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 oh my god that square that's like yeah, yeah. that's yeah at dundas square there's yeah. all, like how many people are there like thousands uh, like 10,000 yeah. yeah. no big deal no big deal yeah that was uh raekwon and ghostface right? yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and odb's son was there which was like the icing on the cake oh did you get to talk to him i got to i pulled him up at the end because at the very end of the verse i was like yo fucking little a song standing at the back so i was like yeah. i just went and grabbed him and like I am like doing ODB's verse 
holding on to ODB sound like it was like super woo fucking magic. That's great. that's fucking amazing. Um, and like you said, you've done this multiple times. Like, how was it like? Do you remember the feeling the first time they pulled you on stage to, uh, to rap? Or there was a time I don't really talk about this one much, but at the Hard Luck Cafe on Dundas. Yeah, yeah. Killer Priest was there once. It was a really, really small show. Killer Priest. It was like maybe his first time in Canada in a long time. And he, there was only like 20 people in the crowd. And Killer Priest was just touching everyone. And it's like, I'm, whoever's here. Those are fucking, the best fucking shows, Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. Those are the you're best, like, man. Like, I'm like arm in arm with a hip-hop super legend. What yeah. the fuck? Awesome. So, like, he's like, we're going to do this ODB tribute. And he's like, I, I, he was right in front of me. Literally, like, his arm would reach out and put the mic to whoever's in the front row and i'm in the front row because that's where i fucking live yeah <laughs> yeah that's a, that's an amazing quote yeah, yeah and it's so true yeah, man. man like you're everywhere yeah, I, I have like that's that's where fucking michael jackson lived and that's where Jimi hendrix lived that's where the best place is to study music in the world to watch the greats see it hear it feel it and absorb it and know how to fucking reflect it like that's beautiful that's man. really why man that's really it's the best place in the world i don't even yeah so anyways i was right there with killer priest and then we were just screaming i was screaming fucking odb's lyrics out and he was like fuck this four bars in just grab me by the shoulder and like come on stage with me <laughs> yeah. pulled me up and i was like oh my god <laughs> and like i was so hyped like i could barely be afraid of the moment I was just full of adrenaline and I didn't realize I was kind of losing a little like yeah I was losing mental control a bit I was fucking like explosive and and Killer Priest was like fuck this he just handed me the mic and I'm just like on a one man on me a son I never been taken out like I'm just screaming and he hands me the and I was like I was like humbly I bow my head as I'm screaming and I hand the mic back to him and then he did a line and then he just kept handing it to me yes he's like you're on the level dude spit these fucking ODB lyrics I'm like oh god so oh, that's like a, that probably like made his day too like it just he was real he was smiling so huge you're so right actually it's actually on YouTube the video's not that great but uh yeah Mindbender and ODB that was a really I know, yeah, I fucking... Sometimes I feel like I'm actually possessed by ODB, man. I, I don't say that much, but I fucking feel it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God, oh, it's man. like the highest level of insanity, freedom, and love, and 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 fearlessness. With that moment on stage, uh, I don't know if it's just something with me. Like, I had, like, something like that with an adrenaline rush the first time I did stand-up comedy, where <laughs> I almost, like, it just felt like... It was like a beast, like just unleashing, and then I barely remember it. Like it's almost like a blackout moment. Dude, yes. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, cause the Dundas Square one, I don't really remember it that well. But I, when I rewatch it back, there's like there's ten thousand people there. So there's maybe seven or eight different camera angles of it on YouTube. Yeah. So I watch it back and I watch my performance. But then in my brain, when I think back to ODB's lines and Protect Your Neck, sometimes I'm like, I I actually blacked out too. And like, I that's the first time in my life I, 
I don't say this as a joke and I don't say it lightly, but I, I felt like I was possessed by the energy of ODB because I wasn't amazing. I wasn't thinking the lyrics. I'm like, I'm not, it's not in my brain. It's just like channeling through me and like the performance. I was just like off the hinges, just wild. That's just crazy. That's and like, yeah, it's almost like it turns like you're like, you get strapped into a ride. Absolutely. And it's just, it just goes. Mm-hmm. And then after, you're just like, oh, what the fuck? Like, like, like a, a crazy, like, like Leviathan or something at Canada's Wonderland where you fucking drop like a hundred stories and then you're just all shooken up after it. Yeah, it's totally like, oh, that happened. Totally just rush. And uh, I noticed, like, I started getting active with uh, the comedy again. Like, I took a break from it. I just got busy with my video life. Where? But I feel like I'm getting addicted to the rush. I don't know. Wow. If, do you feel like that with like music? Wow. Um. Yeah, addiction is weird to say because I have like an addiction to tobacco and marijuana together. So like, the my connection to music, it's like, I wouldn't say an addiction. I'd say uh, um, an empowerment and a recharging that always happens. Like. It's all, it's like, does it make you just want to do more or reset yourself every time? Yeah, music, like, when I, and I treat music so pure now. I I, I listen to, like, I'm very, very selective of what I play at my own house. Like, I I can't listen to no bullshit. I'm like, like, there's, you're all wasting time. Everyone has the ability to be honest and fucking make more music freely more independently than ever before everyone's got computers and you're all you're making this bullshit fuck you i'm not listening to it so like um ah, music i don't know it's it's like maybe my like first key to freedom just like as far as like paths to like create freedom in life music's like the first thing that like always unlock my mind and heart so it's and it it always works for me and it just seems like genuine every time you do it yeah man like i fucking dance like i don't care man like it lets my body just be liberated and yeah man like that that's what me i that's and i just i keep it simple and pure like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't give a fuck about fame i don't give a fuck about popularity i don't give a fuck about reputation like if i hear a song that i like i'm dancing I don't care where I am. I don't care who I'm with. I don't. I'll be like, excuse me, I love this song and I want to dance to it. I, don't, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> Zero fucks. And I, I love that honesty. It's like, okay, like before, I, I started this off with two questions, two of three, and I almost forgot to ask you the third one. Awesome. Okay. And it kind of like mixes in with everything, like that. I, I'm sure everybody wants to hear about. And we're gonna live vicariously through you right now, <laughs> every man. Yes. But who is Malcolm Lovejoy? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Malcolm Lovejoy, first and foremost, is my deepest and highest level of sexual energetic expression. And Malcolm Lovejoy is an extension of the identity of Addie Stewart and Mindbender Supreme. And ultimately, I do believe that in my core, all I really want my name to be is love. Like, sometimes I don't even like answering to Addy. Sometimes I don't like... Sometimes like people... Mindbender, co- too? Or? Uh, like, I don't mind. I like Mindbender. Like, I thought about it. And, like, mine, like I never really... I had a few other alter egos. Like, 
Um, mm-hmm. Weapon Xavier is a is a uh, uh, is that X Men. Yeah, v- yeah, very yeah. much. Like a, it's a, it's a soon people are gonna hear a level of Weapon Xavier, and that's uh, like Weapon X meets, meets Professor Xavier. Yeah. Oh, also, you got that song uh, Berserker Barrage. Yeah, very. Right? Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, Weapon X. Yeah, like, yeah, words with claw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re- I remember. Uh, there's an old uh, fighting game with Wolverine in it, and that was his movie. That was his the movie. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why you named the song that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I fucking love that you know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, bad. like, it's yeah, bad. I'm a fucking huge X-Men fan. And, like, um, so I want to – there's – it's one of the few side projects I have that I've been sitting on. Um, but it's, like, Weapon X meets Charles Xavier because uh, I fucking love Logan, and Logan is Canadian and fucking – Wolverine's indestructible, like my fucking hip hop energy, and like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, like, oh, man, that's that's crazy. You say I like totally like see that when you're like doing like, especially like your more aggressive side of like your hip hop, like the guttural stuff. Yeah, like, very much so, yeah. man. I fucking feel <laughs> like Wolverine. You're man. like reset button. Yeah, man. Straight Wolverine. Like a big fuck you. Like, yeah, you're killing it, man. Straight up, man. Yeah. That's some fucking Logan shit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I'm saying like all of the and like. Sometimes I just feel like my energy is love, and that's like the best name for me. But like, um, but like Malcolm Lovejoy is the extension of all of the combinations of my artist side, my uh, hip hop side, my journalism side, and um, and then just my human connection side. Because all of those other things are about human connection, like whether it's music or fucking journalism mm-hmm. or hip. But like now. I, Malcolm Lovejoy, like, there's so many things. I'm doing it for the rest of my fucking life. I don't care. I told my mom. I told everyone. Like, I'm gonna be a porn actor, porn until I'm a porn star, yeah. and I can't walk down the street because girls are fucking throwing panties at me. Yeah. Like, oh man. So like, I'm gonna be doing. It's it's sex education. Like people have been breaking it down in so many amazing ways. Like, porn is the fucking first sex education so many kids get in their life. Like it's. Totally, man. That's, really, that's, that's like, where yeah. I learned some shit. You yeah, know? exactly. For <laughs> real. Like, yeah. like, I remember back in the day, like, it was, like, it was harder, too, because you had, like, a fucking 56K modem, and you had, like, it would shut down your whole phone line, and you're just, like, what? waiting, like, five minutes for, like, a picture to load. And oh, my we God. We often forget about that shit. Dude, I, oh, wow. Or even that... before my time, you had to, like, wear a trench coat and go into, like, a convenience store and just Yo, sneak around. And... That was my time man my time was fucking like digging into dudes magazine stashes and be like oh my god who's got fucking some playboys or penthouses or like (laughs) or like finding someone's vhs collection and then looking at the back of it and being like what are these videos hidden behind all the other ones pop it in hey feel your brain just start melting yeah you're just like awesome hit the mother load sweet porn stash yeah Yeah. so yeah i come from those yeah you know where there's fucking no internet and it's like sex is great now but it's like there's so many levels to it man like uh i want to do it for to inspire more people to just have better romantic sex lives and fuck more people instead of fighting (laughs) just because that's a better way to live also like i know I notice, like, I keep using the word genuine with you. Yes. But with some guys I talk to and they're just like, oh, I wish I was a porn star. And their mind into it is just, like, almost just so, like, dirty and dominant and almost, like, disrespectful to women. Where Thank you. You, like, I notice, like, all your Facebook statuses, Twitter. It's just, like, when you talk about it, it's about love in, like, not a front. It's, like, yeah. a genuine way. And you... 
mentioned like you call women goddesses mm-hmm. and you I, I think I think you said something like you called it like you didn't want to call it sex anymore there was like some status you wanted to call it goddess uh, wor- worship absolutely <laughs> yeah. absolutely I fucking love that you understand that um and I know all I, I study it <coughs> on so many levels like I <laughs> so great I love <laughs> I love I, just yesterday I had some fucking body melting universe escaping mind exploding amazing massive sex experience like it was beautiful was uh, this on camera or just uh for pleasure uh just privately like i i right. i'm at the point where and i'm not saying this because like i love the, that jay-z lyric uh, i'm not bragging it's simply the truth but like i i have eight or nine lovers right now like and like <laughs> i don't say I, I'm with eight or nine lovers, and I don't—they're not my girlfriend. I don't—I'm not possessive. It's not no exclusivity. I don't do that shit where you have to be with me and can't be with other guys. I live freely. I'm with some grown, mature women who don't give a fuck, who have their own lives. We're like, when we're just respectful and honest to each other. We just call each other and be like, "Hey, do you have time to get together then? Mm-hmm. Let's work out a time. We see each other." We eat, we laugh, we fuck, we watch movies, we talk, we like, we have grown mature conversations, and then we leave each other's presence. Be like, I will see you next time, and have the maturity to continue the relationship as much as you want. Or if you don't want to see each other anymore, be like, ah, I changed my mind. Like, I had one awesome, magnificent BDSM lover. Do uh, tell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Actually, yeah. I don't know if this is the same time, but. Uh... Last time when I was at the King of the Dot, for, for, for people who don't know, uh, I'm a videographer for a battle rap league, and uh, Mindbender supports every fucking show, I but try, uh, I try, I try. I'm just like, I was I was working or whatever, just passed him real quick, I'm like, hey, how you doing? And, he's, he's, and you were like, good, I just got off a set, and you're like, you said something, it's like, I... You were doing like a dominatrix thing. I don't know if this is the same scenario. No, it was different. Okay, you said something. and You're like, I think I found a new dominatrix or whatever. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. And I, and I walk. I, I had to do something. I was walking away with like the biggest smile. I'm like, fucking <laughs> Addie's the best. Yeah, like, dude, that, but that's my life now, man. That's yeah. that's why I say I'm living inside a dream, man. Just because those are average days to me now. Like honestly, um. Ske- oh, scheduling yeah. lovers is my life like I sometimes people are like hey you want to hook up and I'm like I am not free until six days from now <laughs> I, <laughs> let me check I, my calendar every single that. day I am booked with another lover like I am with women constantly because this is what I want to do it's what I love I care about them and I'm, I have multiple relationships. It's fucking magnificent. Yeah. So um. Yeah, and I didn't mean to derail you from your uh, your story there, the BDSM one. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. But it's amazing because there's so many levels. I have, I have like a few lovers that are mothers, and oh, it's so great to have a, uh, women who are mothers. Don't fucking waste your time. They have, they're like, Listen, <laughs> let's hook up. We fuck, and then you got to get the fuck out because I got kids to feed. So yeah. <laughs> it's not, not like three weeks of mind games. It's like, like I got things to do. We yeah, got laundry. They're coming home from school. Yeah, like just fuck my brains out and then go. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Thank, it's nice to know you. You're wonderful. So. Do you ever like, uh, like it seems like a lot of like all your lovers and stuff. There, they seem to have like a mutual attitude towards this. Is there a couple people like you come in contact with who just don't 
like get on that wavelength and they want to keep you yeah for yeah yourself? oh yeah man oh yeah um there was a girl i was with <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I wish you could see faces on podcasts. <laughs> it's, it's fucking amazing. This is that expression. Uh, yeah, man, <laughs> oh my dude. god. Okay, this is. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a good one. I I didn't really talk about this. One. So this lovely young problematic lady. Yeah, she's cute and awesome, and I do nude modeling as well. And um, I had a dream. I had many dreams, and one of my dreams was like, "Hey, I'd like to hook up with a girl who sees me while I'm nude modeling," and was just like, "Hey, that guy's hot. I'm gonna fuck him," and then it happens. So it's like uh, that old show on uh, Showcase I used to watch when I was like 12 years old in the mid- middle of the night. Um, what is it called? Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, those, yeah. those were always like the yeah. plot line. There'd be oh like God, a new so model, right. and then, so right. and then I'd wait like an hour just to see like a boob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Score. Just That's like an amazing right. scenario. Yeah, dude, but yes, yeah, so, so, so that it, actually happened. It happened. Yeah, that's one of the dreams. That that like, there's many sex dreams I can be like, yes, that's not a fantasy. That's a memory to me now. Like that happened. So I was nude modeling. This was like last September, and seven or eight people in the room, and then this fucking cute girl comes in. I'm like, God damn. So I'm. We're, we're just eye-fucking each other, and it's hard nude modeling because you can't think about sex. Every, yeah. Everyone might be thinking... They'll think, know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I'm fucking, it's a, it's, I get paid to basically meditate, so I think yeah. about everything in the universe but sex, so I don't get yeah. a fucking boner <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the room. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And, that sounds like a fucking hard job. My whole life is pun intended now. Yes. My whole life, everything's double entendre. It's yeah. a, I love it. But, yeah, no. So, yeah, it's a hard job to stay soft, and I had to stay soft. And, but, what, like, I kept wanting to look in her eyes to be like, does she really like me? Because I feel like she likes me. And, like, like I just look in her eyes and then like her eyes are like I like it's like her eyes are being like you're hot and I want to fuck you and my eyes are saying that and and then she would look away coyly and I'm like yeah, like, like you kind of like catch her yeah like, I would catch her yeah and I'm like I'm like oh god I, I'm everything that I know is telling me that she likes me and she's smiling and blinking and, and smiling and melting and fuck and I'm getting hard and oh god <laughs> oh, this, is, this is real attraction building here do you so have I, a specific thing you think of when you like start getting excited like mm, in that situation mm-mm, mm-mm. no no it's always new it's always <laughs> new man it's the best thing it's never the same twice I, there's just every, like this old prof who's like so undesirable you just look that way it's just like down again or <laughs> oh oh in those moments yeah it's just it's just pure mind control it's just wipe your mind clean every like no tits no cunts no asses no faces everything but sex so but um anyway so it worked i i went and got changed and i was walking out she fucking handed me her number immediately before even i was like oh shit she did like me fucking she's like hey she's like here give me a call i was like awesome so we hook up and we were we were together for like a month or two sex is magnificent and she's opening up to me slowly slowly she was like a control freak, self-professed. She said this herself. So I'm not even mm-hmm. judging her. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then I I'm, I told her I'm like, yo, I'm into porn. I have multiple lovers, whatever. And like, this is my life. I, I mean, I told her that from the beginning. 
But yeah. she and she was like, okay, okay. Maybe I can change him. And that's exactly what she said. And she's, she said, a month in, she's like, I want, I want to be Mrs. Mindbender. And oh. She's like, I want, uh, like, and I was like, mm. I was like, that's not. It's not as cute as you think it is. Like yeah. I, I, I have eight lovers, and we all share me, and that that's all very open and generous. And you want to take me away from all of them to just? And I'm like, you know how fucking good your pussy would have to be for me to consider leaving eight <laughs> women for one. Like, I'm sorry to reduce it to those terms, but it's bad, yeah, bad casino odds, eight to one. Like, like, I'm like, seriously, who do you think you are? Like, I'm like, I don't do that <laughs> i'm like you're really not understanding me so like so, uh so her and i we actually separated for a day or two i was like yo you we're not on the same wavelength i'm like i share my heart i'm like i've been with women who are like i want you to fuck my other girls so they feel sex this good every woman should feel uh, sex this amazing i've had multiple <laughs> women say That's that to amazing. me i swear to god i've heard the most awesome compliments <laughs> it's so good so I'm like so and, and she's here saying like yo I want you all to myself and I was like yo like we have something really good and eh. so and then I was like yo we, we can't this is not gonna work so then two days later she's like yo let's try it again and I was like okay I still like her the sex was great yeah <laughs> so I so I didn't give up and then we lasted about three months more and then at the end it just we 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 tried to shoot a porn scene together Oh, and it okay. didn't work. Yeah. Was this just like a private thing, or were you trying to do it like for like the other people you work with? Or uh, no, she she wanted to do porn, and um, and yeah, like I was I wanted to help her make mm-hmm. it happen, and um, and uh, yeah, we tried, and oh god, it was a fucking nightmare. I well, that's another reason why I do porn because I want to be able to help men through problems like sexual dysfunction and erectile problems and insecurity and and just how to Dude, work th- this I, is like you're like the most like i don't know honorable like porn star i ever heard like yeah, yeah like, like you're like interviews with like ron jeremy and shit and they're just like oh like there's like a creepiness to them mm-hmm. you're like doing it for the good of mankind yeah, you're the like, fucking <laughs> god i'm doing it for the good of mankind man humankind womankind man like everybody because i really want to like, I really am a sexual adventurer and a sexual educator and a sexual explorer. And I'm, like, I'm willing to do, like, I fucked, I had sex with a wonderful trans woman. I had sex, I, I haven't had, I don't think I'm going to have sex with guys. Like, I'm not attracted to men sexually. Mm-hmm. But I've had intimate encounters with men where, like, from the waist up, I'm full contact with dudes. Hugging, kissing, hugging and kissing. Like, I, like, my, mm-hmm. I actually let a dude try, like, a good friend of mine. We were both eating this girl out. It was magnificent. Two guys eating one pussy, and it was fire. This is one of the few guys who could eat pussy on my level. I was like, dude, you <laughs> love. Did it just turn into like a battle, a pussy eating battle, or were I you was, guys just like were more friendly or encouraging, it, like it no, was, no jealousy? It or? was, it was both. It was yeah. both. He was because he, he was a competitive guy, and I'm not competitive, <laughs> but it was really intense, and we're fucking just devouring this woman's pussy, man. Devouring, uh, like, and the thing is, like, you can't eat a woman's pussy and not. To, like have the other guy's mouth near your mouth so like sometimes i'm kissing him a bit and we're just this woman and she's like oh my god these guys are fucking going to town on this pussy <laughs> like she was writhing and like, just having the time of her life it's so amazing <laughs> so yeah these two like intense 
pussy devourers. But he was just, he kind of <laughs> wanted to do it to show me a thing, he said. And while, and so then he left and I was eating her pussy and then he went down on me. And then he was like, he went to suck my dick. And this is the first time ever. Actually, this is the first time I've ever talked about this publicly. But this, okay. this was okay, for you, Sean. Cool. This yeah, is yeah. exclusive. Yeah, this is this totally exclusive. Yeah. So, like, I let him go down on me. Like, the first time, I, I actually pushed him away. I was like, I, we didn't talk about this. And, like, you're trying to go down on me while I'm eating out this girl's pussy. And we're friends, but you didn't. And I knew you were, like, bi, but you didn't fucking ask to <laughs> suck my dick. Yeah. So, I just pushed him away. And then he came back and started eating pussy again. And then he went down again. And I was like, hmm. I was like, huh. Where I'm like this. I like this guy as a friend. You know, we're sharing this beautiful experience with the girl. When's the next time I'm gonna have a guy try and suck my dick that I'm not creeped out by? Like, I might not have that opportunity again. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in the. So you were just like, let's see what yeah, happens. Yeah, let's. Like, that's exactly. I was like, let me see what happens. And I just fucking as I'm eating this this woman's pussy out, my other friend is going down and sucking my dick, and. And my body was exactly like that. Like, let's see what happens. And four to five minutes into it, I was still soft. Yeah. So, so I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, did it to myself. Yeah, I was like, Tori, I was like, see what happens. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I'm not gay. Yeah, totally. I, that's exactly. I was like, I don't even know, like, if I would, would be attracted to it or not. And I let it happen. And the thing is, it just felt neutral. Like, I wasn't. Some people might be repulsed by that. But yeah. I was like, I wasn't repulsed by it, but I wasn't reacting to it. Like my body wasn't turned on and I wasn't attracted to it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that means like I'm not attracted to guys. Like even though I don't, I'm like as a lover and as a like a, a loving human being, I have yeah. no problem hugging any bod, like any physical body in the world. Mm -hmm. Guys, girls, trans, whatever, fucking crippled, straight, anybody. I'll fucking, I'll hug you, I'll kiss you. I'm like, wish you good energy. But, like, as far as, like, sexually penetrating with my dick and all that shit, I'm a goddess worshiper, and I love pussy. And, like, I let a guy suck my dick to discover for myself. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, that was a great thing to learn for myself. And that, like, I want to fucking write books about. Like, like, I had another experience where I, had, I was in a threesome with a guy, and the guy kissed me. It was the first time I ever had contact with a guy so this was like the prior this to was this. prior yeah, yeah this was like it was actually in the same bedroom <laughs> this was in a very very freaky <laughs> it's, it's, it's like yeah, yeah. it just happens yeah. it's part of the scene there yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it actually is it's yeah. a, it was a place i go to called naked sauna and like i had a lot of fucking good shit there yeah <laughs> the many, naked sauna. many maybe many. they could sponsor my podcast oh man <laughs> <laughs> we're selling it so i a guy kissed me there in a, in a threesome that we were in and for me, the lesson was, it felt like kissing yourself. I was like, holy fuck, that felt like me kissing me. It like, and like kissing a woman doesn't feel like kissing herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like kissing a fucking magic. Kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. With me, like with my girl, it's kind of like when I it's just like a long day. I come home, she comes over, I give her a kiss. It kind of like it feels like my brain just kind of like ignites with like a little bit of like fire. Like it's like a stimulant type thing. So like you're kind of saying with like a dude it's just like kind of like neutral like dead skin maybe like well, when you're when you're not attracted to it, when you're right? not attracted yeah. yeah that's exactly it and like 
I don't like I haven't connected to anybody that I've been repulsed by especially guys like but there's been a few women where I'm like eh, we don't vibe well um, yeah. and I was trying to like fucking this is all a tangent on some shit that I was trying to not lose but um uh, yeah I mean I was fucking this dog's dog. going ape shit we're in a park right now <laughs> um, I would mostly wanted to talk about being uh, actually yeah the good of mankind like I really am doing my shit just to teach guys like yo there's enough women for everybody there's enough possibility for everybody you don't have to hoard or possess or fucking like try to control any girl like yo that girl my girl like what you know she actually might be happier if you just trust her and like respect each other and be safe with each other and like yeah i live inside condoms like that's the one if there's if you want to have like 10 girlfriends maybe or as many girlfriends as you can handle the price might be just wearing condoms like is that a price to pay to fucking have unlimited sex to me it is yeah uh, to fucking some guys are like no i want to have one girl and i want to know where she is at all times and i i won't be with her fucking if some other guy is fucking her pussy or whatever that guy's ruined her and whatever some really, dudes like, even act like that when they're not in a relationship with a girl they totally just, like start getting infatuated with somebody and they claim it and it's just like, oh, like they're talking to their friends. They're like, oh, you can't, you can't talk yeah, to yeah, her. Yeah, I'm talking exactly. I'm, I'm like, trying to hook up with her. Yeah, like, she, like, she like what? doesn't even remember your name. Yeah, totally, totally, just totally, like, totally, it's, totally. It's just like, like humans in general. They they fall like, not everybody, but some like just there's like a huge like span of like jealous people. I noticed. And, it's like a plague like, type thing going on. It's such a plague, man. It's the worst. And I'm really, uh, yeah, man, I really am not selfish and I'm really not taking in my sexuality. Like, I'm doing it to give my energy to women. That's the core of it. Because most porn scenes are about taking and most of it, I'm so glad you fucking said what you said because it is all God worship, man. People are like, a couple of people are like, Addie calls it goddess. Hey man, hey dude, this hey, guy was at yesterday. He's giving rats on. Oh, wicked! Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Man. We're just yeah, doing a podcast, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm Sean. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Michael. Oh yeah. Oh, how how was yeah, the movie? Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah. Fucking love that show. It's so visceral. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just had a theory on it because it's like the the Furies, it's the the the. You know the three fates, right? Maiden, matron, and crone, right? Okay. And in the movie, you've got uh, it's like really obvious. You got a lot of mothers, and you got like the grandmothers. So it's like matron and crone are covered. But I was kind of like, who's the who's the maiden? And it just occurred to me that the uh, the, the main character Furiosa, yeah, Furiosa. Uh, has like like she's like no, not sexualized at any point in the movie. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like the like like pre-sexualized female like mother and also grandmother figures, and that's like like the structure of the of the film. So you're selling me this movie yeah. so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it I keep hearing I keep hearing about it. Oh. And like the best that sounds so interesting. Like so I thought it was just gonna be like oh a crazy, God. crazy action, but you're both, like both. saying like all these crazy levels yeah, yeah, yeah. to it's it. It's, it's you... symbolically rich, yeah. but like the action sequences get your it's, heart going. You know, it's like it's really, it's both. You know, yeah, uh, dope. The artistry involved—it's amazing. It's—I mean—it's one of those things where you know. Once you've seen a bunch of action movies, you think you've seen them all, yeah. and then you see this, and this is like a whole new level of action movie. 
That's it. That's a, it's a reminder that we you can create new worlds and new, the, the religious undertones to it. I was like, I didn't expect the bad guy to create a whole religion. The religion around the culture around like, yeah, the, like their steering wheels was their like, Oh, like oh, the, like religious symbol, and, and then um, and the, the symbolism. How about the blood, right? Like they, they're all like completely covered in like white powder, and then you've got uh, Max, who like actually has like all of his like color in his skin and everything, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he has to give his crazy blood to the war boy. Haha! <laughs> right now, I just had to take a second to cut this interview because lots of Mad Max spoilers uh, for those who haven't seen this movie. It's pretty fucking awesome. These people sold me on it, even though they spoiled a bit. But, um, but yeah. And also, what a fucking coincidence. Mindbender just starts talking about going to this naked sauna. And uh, we're doing this interview at a park. And two people just ride by on bikes and stop who he met at the naked sauna. Coincidence? Fate? I don't know. But anyways, let's go back to the interview. Maybe absolutely the best action movie of the year. Oh, I, I, of the yeah, year, easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, and decade, like, probably. Yeah, decade, decade probably. Decade probably. Wow. Hard to say. We're only halfway through the decade. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And there no. have been some other good ones. Like to be fair, there have been some really good action movies in the past decade. Yeah. Right. But that was like. But none that, of it is revelatory. Not, no, not. A, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I would say this is probably the best that I've seen at least. But I haven't seen all of them. You know, but like layering of all the different kinds of symbolism with it. Yeah, just the sheer artistry and the designs and the different vehicles. Just the pacing of the whole thing. Like how oh, like. Yeah, it just revs you up and keeps you going, and then you know calms down. And it feels again. like it's high octane all the time, but it's fine. But it's, yeah, yeah. And it, the, yeah, it, what? It, it paces it. it. Like it gives you like multiple releases of adrenaline, and like waits for your your glands to kind of like settle. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you get tired. You know. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it's got all these biological rhythms. Anyway, we should let you uh, keep on. Oh, it's all yeah, good. Nice you, to meet you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. you. We're, we were talking a bit about sauna too, so to see you two is perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about some dreams that have happened there. And oh really? Yeah, yeah. Some some lovely moments for mm -hmm. sure. And you two have been part of them, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, uh, like, I have to contribute. Thanks, man. Yeah. See you later, yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Have a great night. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's that's like you're you're summoning people from your stories. Oh man, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to walk on Queen Street without seeing somebody I know in probably five years. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like every single time I walk out to get an apple out, maybe. Especially like I I noticed too like in the battle scene you're not a battle rapper, you're in the background. And like you go into like the comments, it's like, oh my god, look at this guy's expressions and stuff. <laughs> and uh, this kind of relates to what we're talking about with the with the whole porn thing. There's a on Facebook, there's a King of the Dot forum, and somebody had a link to like one of your Pornhub things, mm -hmm. and uh, they. They put it in the in the thing, and they're like, "Oh, this is the the guy, the mind bender, blah blah blah, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh shit, Addy has a form." But like, everybody's like, just kind of like talk like, this this forum is just full of like trolls and shit. Yeah. And like, everybody's just like, fucking. It's like battle fans who don't go to shows. They're just like basement dwellers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like without even watching it, people are just like saying all this negative shit. Awesome. And then my our good buddy uh, Dan Gibbs, he's one of the photographers. He's just like, 
after all these comments, he's like, I think being a porn star is pretty cool. And then everybody's just liking the shit out of that. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. But personally, I'm like, okay, there's an Hattie porn here. Mind vendor, my buddy. It's like, should I click on this? <laughs> it's like, do I want to see Addy in this zone? I ended up clicking on it. Awesome. And it was it wasn't it wasn't very graphic. Okay. It was uh it was it was more of like a promotional thing. Okay. And um it was you were in the back of a van. Awesome. And there yeah. was a there was a girl with a ski mask. Yep. And basically like the whole clip was you ate her out and she squirts everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just on my computer, I'm like, Yeah, that's yeah. my boy. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like dude, proud yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it was like yeah. it was like a promo for like a, a website or whatever. Yeah, for porn for net. That's right, man. That's, <laughs> yeah. And that, I'm so glad that's how your experience was. Because that's what I want it to be. Yeah. It's like there is <laughs> There is no actual logical reason why people are ashamed of a healthy connection happening between two. Like, I don't, I don't have any video evidence of you with your girlfriend. Yeah. But I hope you have happy moments with her where you two are kissing and hugging and fucking and touching. And then, like, you're happy. And, like, if I were to see it, I would be like... Go, Sean, go. Yes, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, like, that's it. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's like it's the same as I honestly want to make people realize there's no difference between eating and fucking and bathing and doing other things in life. Like, it's just a regular thing that happens mm-hmm. between people. Like, what, like, you go out and have dinner with your girlfriend. We see that part. We see yeah. you walk down the street. We see all the other parts. But, like, what are we doing these things for? I'm doing things to have sex with the women that I like. And the sex that I have with them is good for them and good for me. Like, I'm not... The girls that want BDSM are getting BDSM. The girls that don't want BDSM are getting pure, amazing lovemaking. Like, we talk about those things. Mm -hmm. And, like, I satisfy lots of women the way they want. And I'm not ashamed of it. And if anybody wants to see it, take a look. (laughs) I think one of the most fucked up things with, like, just, like... I don't know just how, like, humans are getting trained in this day and age, and like even worse, like back. It's like it seems like there's almost like a revolution happening where there people is. are getting less ashamed of stuff. But it's almost like our from birth, our brains are wired that sex is bad, even though we couldn't have been born without having sex so get that fucking weird ass circle right there like the most hypocritical piece of logic on the planet like there is there is not fuck you all unless you were immaculately conceived that's the only person who could actually logically disrespect sex be like oh you guys are all gross you were conceived by fucking sperm and fucking oh yeah, yeah, yeah i come from eggs. a test yeah, like for a real. gentleman for real, for real. Oh, yeah. magically shit out of the sky yeah. by, from a cloud stork shit. Uh, yeah like i'm i'm fucking i was a fuck fuck no you weren't fuck immaculate conception never happened for any of us all of us are here because a mother and a father fucked yeah and it's great and like that's cool there's no big deal. And I like I fucking hate the Bible for it because there's no other thing that causes more people sexual shame. And like it's the, more of a control like thing. Such a control thing. And people like I don't even mind criticizing it anymore because if the Bible didn't kill so many thousands of people in history and actually like 
have such a fucking deep psychological hold a stranglehold on everything then people then you can criticize religion on the same level that you criticize any other faulty theory in the world It'd be like hey people don't drive around model t fords anymore because there are more logical ways to get from a to b so it's like if somebody's in a shitty car you'd be like your shitty car is shitty why don't you get a fucking better automobile <laughs> like yeah. yo religion doesn't work for me like i do yeah. goddess worship i treat women like fucking churches sacred places to go to give my love and like it works for me it works for them and it's no fucking big deal i don't fucking and like i actually before those people came up i really i'm so glad you asked hey what up dog hey there's <laughs> a cute dog coming by <laughs> welcome to the show what up dog? You're, on, you're famous dog you're famous <laughs> Yeah. Yo, so I really wanted to say I'm so glad you said because I say that I do goddess worship and I'm like I don't really give a fuck if people perceive it or not. That's what I'm doing and like I don't care if you misperceive me because all porn as it is is god worship. It, it's all phallic worship. It's all about the dick. It's all it all ends when the guy busts his nut. It's yeah. all like it's all about male pleasure. And like and, like I said before like your scenario of you doing it like it's such like a different mindset from everybody else yeah. who's told me they they want to do it because it's it's Thanks. like you said it's selfie and it's almost like just demeaning like they yes. just want to just tear it up and just, then yeah. fuck off and like just like it's not about other people where yours it seems like what i'm getting from you from all your posts from talking to you right now it's all about a, a bigger connection than that and it's like it seems like it's even like a bigger thing than your words. It's like a vibe, an energy that's coming off of you, and it's oh. it's fucking it's it's cool. It's like mm. different. Like this Dude. is why you're my first guest, by the way. Like oh, I pre I appreciate it so much, Sean. You get it, like most. I am tell I gotta tell you fucking so many truths, man. I have problems relating to the male species at this point in time. I don't relate to a fucking violent, competitive, selfish, insecure, macho, aggressive fucking mind state that has to. Oh, I have to fucking dominate everything in the room and I have to be the richest guy in the room and the most powerful. In the Fuck you, man. That's the most insecure, tiny little bullshit. There's always going to be someone stronger. There's always going to be someone. There's going. There, I don't give a fuck what kind of big dude you are. There's a Bruce Lee dude out there who's tiny. Punch you in your fucking <laughs> yeah, throat dude, and take you death. down. He's got a touch of death. And he's fucking five foot four and is a fucking kung fu master. Way beyond your fucking stupid macho aggressive image of self man and like i don't i don't need to be rich and i don't need to be famous i'm fucking happy being famous to 10 women who love me <laughs> who love me and make my dreams come true every fucking day i don't need the fucking kanye doesn't even have that like, like, I, I, I tell people i don't want jay-z's life i would rather have my life jay-z if jay-z and beyonce haven't negotiated having other partners Jay-Z only has one woman in his life. And Jay-Z's like, that's why they were having problems fucking two summers ago. Jay's like, fuck. I used to be a rapper at fuck girls every night. Now I have one woman. Yeah. And it's like, even the if queen it's... Bee. Yeah, even <laughs> if it's, like, no matter what. Every guy will get... You get sick of one thing if you only have one thing for your whole life. Unless it really works out and whatever. But, like, I don't mean to judge. If, if that's all you want, that's great. But, like... <laughs> Like, I don't like, I don't like a lot of guys. Like, guys are like, like, guys can't sit down and just talk and, like, not mm -hmm. try to one-up you every time. Yeah, like, yo, yeah. I go, you said this? Oh, well, 
you're just talking about your day. We're like, oh, well, my day was worse than yours. Like, oh, really? This isn't a competition. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, man. I just want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> you're like, fuck. I hate that I, shit, man. Like, I'm, I'm just so <laughs> fuck off, man. Like, so, so oh, like, as a man, man, like, I don't relate to a lot of guys anymore. I'm like, yo, I just, we could just share time and energy and thoughts and whatever and be cool and do business if we have business or just talk like human beings and then leave and then that's it we don't have to fucking outman each other and outprove each other every fucking time everything's not a pissing contest yeah so like i'm just like yo i don't i don't even tell more i'm like i have 10 lovers and i'm not i don't tell a lot of people that and be like yo how many girlfriends you got i got 10 well, fuck you i never like that's the first time yeah, i've even articulated that me. joke yeah. yeah like i don't even say that joke in public to make even people think of the comparison of my life my sex life compared to their sex life because i'm like it's not about that if you ever want to have more, a different sex life than you just ask me how i manage to have 10 lovers and I will tell you everything you need to do to do it. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. I love it, but I'm like, I am not doing it to fucking compete with every other dude and then hoard my girl and no other. I'm like, no, do you, if my girls like you and you're a good guy, then all you have to do is ask them respectfully to be a, one of their lovers and it might happen. Yeah, and if they say no, like, I'm sure you're not, like, the type of person who's just gonna, like, hunt them down and, like, try to spear them or whatever. You move on to the next one. Move on, man. I fucking deal with quite a bit of rejection because fucking tons of people don't believe my love and don't trust me. Like, that guy's weird. That, what the fuck? He was all honest and... Fuck that. He's not trying to play games or lie to me and not... To, that guy's fucked up. I ain't fucking giving him my number. Like, okay, fine, go get played. <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy because it's like you have like such like an honest heart, but it's it's almost like radical thinking to the masses. It is, which dude. and uh, like you do like so much <laughs> crazy awesome shit like with your music or writing and and where was I going with this fucking point? It's just. It's just got this certain uniqueness to it where I think where, like, lots of stuff that are popping off in the mainstream are so dulled down. They trained everybody to, like, when they hear something like a Mindbender track or whatever, they're just kind of like, oh, this is weird or I just don't understand what is happening. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. A million percent. And... I don't give a fuck anymore, man. Like, yeah. I'm, I want to be new Wu-Tang. Like, coming in, ripping up all the rules, fuck your perceptions, fuck your intentions and your preconceived notions. Like, mm. there's no rules. It's art. There is yeah. no rule. It's a fucking song. It could be anything. It could be any length. It could have any sound. It could have any word. And I'm, I don't have to fucking sound like the hip-hop of the last two or three years just so I can be fucking popular to this generation of kids. Yeah. Like, fuck you, yo. You like beats and rhymes like any other hip-hop person does? I've got beats and rhymes. Listen to them. If you're fucking interested in interesting things, maybe you'll listen to my shit twice. If you don't like it, fine. Go ahead. Listen to whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. But I'm not changing my shit just so, like, I can get more fans. Fuck that, man. Like, I really want to be, like, I'm... I don't like, I don't, it's, I mean, part of it's arrogance, but it's also, like, human expression, like, like, that Kanye line, like, damn, is these niggas that much better than me? Like, I don't even like the word niggas, but, like, that's the fucking 
best quote when he says in touch the sky mm-hmm. with that song with lupe he's like yo and i'm like i i'm like yo there is not barely any mc on the planet like if i had the budget of jay-z jay-z never did anything that i couldn't think of a fucking kanye i'm like i love these heroes but i'm on the rascast feral Monch, cannabis all my rap heroes like i think when I get all my shit out, or if you look at back at some of the shit Mindbender's done, equal and equivalent and comparable in some degrees to some fucking legendary MCs. I don't give a fuck. I'll put my shit up there. And like, yeah. when time comes, just I think unapologetically we'll see it. Too. Yeah, and like, awesome. I don't give a fuck. And like, that's my opinion. Like, 10 years ago, I wasn't so confident about that. But I'm like, now, I'm like, fuck that. I am a legend in my own right. And I'm like, that's not even that's just like I like the term humble magnificence yeah, like, I like that yeah man it's that's like, yeah. badass and uh speaking of that fuck you type of art I, I wanted to mention this and I almost forgot I'm glad like we were talking about this but me and you we were featured in an art gallery a couple yes. months ago yeah, yeah. with that spirit and it was called fuck status quotes yes my uh my good friend Marie Rupolo uh her ad agency they I, I believe they got a budget to do just something creative and they came up with this idea and all the art pieces ended up going to like uh like a charity or something or or to them to make more art i remember it was like some type of like donation thing going on right up. but so she hit me up and she's like oh your comedy is ridiculous i want a quote from you so i gave her a quote and she's like oh do you know any other people Right away, I'm like, yep. I'm like, hey, Mindbender. And, like, as I'm waiting for your, your response, I'm like, I sent her a couple, like, quotes just from your Twitter. And she's like, oh, this guy's fucking awesome. I'm oh. like, yeah, this is just his Twitter in the past, like, three hours. It's okay. He's <laughs> oh, got wow. something. Oh, oh. So, uh, wow. so you, your quote was sick. And basically what, what this art gallery did and all the, the designers, they made these posters and they took uh, quotes from me, Mindbender, some people like uh, Shad, Shad K, yeah, Shad, um, other artists like painters and just people around the city. And they took them and they kind of like, uh, they made these quotes into like funky posters. And Mindbender's quote was, love is the most gangster shit in the world. And it had, it was it was one of the most simple ones. It just had a hand shaped as a heart. It looked like one of those inspirational posters, yeah. but it was just like swearing. Yeah. And, uh, before I left the gallery, that one was almost sold out. Yes. Too. Yeah, that's and so great. At the same time, wow, like, wow. Uh, I, wow. I, I thought it was cool too. Yours was like up right beside Shad's. Okay. And um, people were like, oh, I like this one. And like talking around the poster. And I, I kept going up to him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this is my buddy, Mindbender. He's like, I'm t- telling he's like a rapper, a journalist, and now a porn star. And I got a text from you that day. And I'm like, Actually, he's not here today because he's making porn right now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and people yeah. are like, oh, I want to buy it even more. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it was, was amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> They're like, this guy sounds awesome. Yes. But yeah, even uh, <laughs> with yeah. mine too, I don't know if I told you about uh, what mine No, did. dude, what the fuck? So mine was, uh, it was from one of my comedy bits. I go into like a philosophical like rant, but it's like really fucking vulgar. And yes. like, there's like, there's just like a line out of it that says, when life sucks, come in life's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so me and my, me and my girlfriend go to this gallery and I'm like, oh, nobody's going to fucking buy this poster. And, uh, 
I, uh, I, <laughs> I walk in the, the gallery and I'm like, oh, I, I can't find mine. I'm looking around. All of a sudden, we see in the, like, the back, like in a shadow, there's a light hanging in front of a poster. Okay. And it, we see in big letters, when life sucks, and we're like, no, wait. Like, it looks like this intricate, like, art piece. Like, and there's, like, a wires going to it. I'm like, what the oh, fuck no. is this? I get closer, and I notice the light is a black light. I'm like, no, no way. <laughs> so when you click on the black light, it, it says the punchline. Yes. <laughs> it says, oh, come in life's mouth. And uh, that was done by... Yes. I, yes. I didn't even meet the artist until that day. And uh, I saw that first. And I got goosebumps. I'm yeah, like, dude, I can't believe somebody took the time to make this <laughs> out of my yeah. quote. Because even like sometimes, like I do, I'm doing comedy all the time now. But I still like, I don't feel like a comedian. Like it's so <laughs> fresh to me. And uh, yeah, this guy, uh, uh, Alex Bolin, and uh, my friend who uh, was running the show, Marie, who set this up. She runs to me. She's like, "Oh, you gotta meet him." I didn't even say a word to this guy. I just give him a hug. Yeah, I'm like, this, yeah, is yeah, awesome. totally, this is yeah, awesome. This is awesome. Totally, for real. And uh, yeah, guy. another oh. badass motherfucker, Jordan Dunlop. Yeah, that's his name. Dunlop made yours as well. So I just want to uh, shout Jordan him as Dunlop. well. That's and uh, they might have a... I keep forgetting about it. They might have a copy for you too. So oh, I'm going to have to hunt that, that down. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, oh, man. That but, was, yeah, that that was, was cool. an honor, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so... Oh, dude. You're honestly one of the few people in Toronto that give a fuck about me, man. Like, people... I mean, I, I have friends, but, like, I don't, like, I have close friends that aren't that close. Like, when we yeah. see each other, we're really close, but, like, they don't invest time or energy mm -hmm. or, like, <coughs> you know, like, you've seen me and, like, believed in my thoughts and, like, supported me in, like, little tiny, like, enormous little ways. Like, I don't expect you to fucking, like try to make my whole video career or invest your whole life but like you've done what you can no. and I, I feel like yeah just like reaching out to you too like I feel like I get a lot back inspirational wise like from oh. like the first time I fucking met you and like just seeing you do your thing in the studio compared to what other people are doing in the studio like yeah. there's so in Toronto there's so many fake fucking rappers yeah and everybody <laughs> everybody's a rapper first of all yeah and uh, I was thinking about this a lot like this past week like there's I see like because uh, I'm doing like all this video promotion stuff like half of my list are just like Toronto indie rappers and a lot of them complain that they don't get support and the one main problem with like the underground hip-hop in Toronto is that the people who are going to these shows are already underground rappers like yeah. so yeah. it's like people there's not there's not any fans it's just and it turns into like this big fucking what's the word it's just like oversaturated and watered down of just jadedness yeah and that's exactly what it is it's i don't know like it's like it's exactly. it comes in waves like i see people like you um, let me shout out some people. Unity Cherry Nilla. I see her good do her people, thing. And people. like, who else? Just like, even like on the beatbox side of things, Scott Jackson too. Scott I see, I see you, like you guys. And I feel like a positive energy from you guys. Like just like something I can't even articulate into a word. It's just an yeah. aura yeah. of just awesomeness. Yeah. And then I go into like these other rooms and just like, 
it feels dark and yeah. just like almost like weights are like carrying me down where it's just and I had I had moments where like I'm just like I don't know why I'm working with this person like Dude. I had like a minute conversation with them and it's like yeah I'll make a video for you blah 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 and then I start getting to know them or going to like some shows and it's and it's it's beyond like the music it's like a whole like attitude thing like you said it all man and it's Sometimes I wonder what people are getting into music for. Like, they're like, I expect fame and fortune from making a song. And if I don't get fame and fortune from making some crappy song that sounds like the last pop song that Drake made, then I have the right to be mad at, at the scene for not giving me fame and fortune. What the fuck? Fuck you. Take your head out your fucking ass and fucking get to the back of the line, buddy. Pay a whole bunch of dues, fucking figure out what the fuck your sound is, figure out who the fuck you are, get some knowledge of self, and then study some fucking music history so you can realize maybe if you contributed something original at some point in time, you might have a chance to have a career. But yeah. in, until you fucking do something unique and fresh and like relevant and fucking like necessary to art in general, then nobody has any right or reason to give a fuck about you. Nobody owes you shit. Mm -hmm. Not a person, not the world, not the industry, not your city. And I, like, nobody owes me shit, but, like, I still give just because I have a lot to give. Yeah. And, like, I, like, it, it pisses me off that I don't, I'm like, fuck, I've been giving it a Toronto, like, I can genuinely say I've been giving to the Toronto hip-hop scene for 20 years. I'm like... I would like a little more than I've received. I'm like, I'm, and I don't complain. People don't know me as a bitter, cynical, jaded not, dude not who's at all. given up. Like, but I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm like, uh, I'm getting to the age where I'm like, I wouldn't mind. Like, I have bigger dreams, and like now I need bigger investments and bigger investors to help me build these. Yeah. And like, I don't feel like I've. Like it, I, I, and like the thing is, two months ago, I still hosted like an underground rap show of little, little like 19, 21 year olds having their first time on the mic. And yeah. I'm like, I still and like that's, doing that's that. Cool. That's yeah, cool. Like, yeah. it's exciting too, especially since they know your face too. And... Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, some of them are like, holy shit, Mindbender, whatever. And, but it's like, yo, I, I, I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't want to fucking go through the hassle that I had to get through to get on the OVO fucking list last year or like a, to a Wu-Tang concert because some of the people in the media still or once in a while in Toronto because of my humility and I'm not fucking like oh everyone treat me like the fucking king but like yeah like, sometimes I still don't get what I actually should normally receive and mm -hmm. like people who have only put in two years of any energy into the scene are like coming in with a lot of ego and taking way more than they actually may deserve Yes. And like a lot of there's tons of, I'm not the only one. There's tons of legends and veterans in this city. Yeah, I just like randomly Mishy Me probably deserves way more than she's received. Oh yeah, she's like, been around yeah, forever yeah, and just like I I still see her around like doing shows and stuff. So, like there's so many people in the generations Terra Chase, Marvel, fucking so many awesome rappers who are like great like yo man, actually like and, th and that's the thing that It all brings me Sometimes That's why I say I want to Wu-Tang this shit Because one of my Favorite quotes is I saw RZA say You know Maybe he was just Quoting it from The Godfather or something But RZA was like Power cannot be Given It must be taken And I'm like At a certain point I'm like People aren't just Gonna like Give me A million dollars you yourself Can only give too much, So much You know Too at the same time 
because it's like you're supporting everything and it's almost like it's not coming back it's not as much like not even half you know not even 20% yeah uh, and and like at a certain like I'm like I've been doing it honestly for 20 years now and I'm like now I really want to stop and not go everyone's like oh I see you at every hip hop show ever and I'm like now I don't want to be that guy anymore like yeah. it's cool and like if there was a bunch of new shit happening I would still be that guy because that's the best place to study but I'm like I'm not even missing anything it's not like there's this whole generation of boundary pushing super lyricists that I'm like I gotta fucking hear every fucking new rap show. like no I'm like a bunch of most of the kids sound like each other so I'm like I, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't need to be here I don't I really should be at home working on my shit and yeah. I really should be working on getting my fans and getting the business people and booking agents and managers and videographers and journalists and, and podcasters who want to listen to my story like those who are the, for the next fucking honestly like I want to have a two-month moratorium. Man, that's that's cool, too, because, like, even, like, this is the first episode of this show, and, like, my brain's kind of in the same situation where it's, like, I give and give and give, and I I noticed I was getting burnt out. Uh, like, I came, I came, I moved to Toronto, like, with pennies in my pocket, because oh. pennies were still a thing a couple years yeah, ago. For, real. for all these kids. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. With copper coins. I gave everything to be in the city and work on creative shit and you know what i got so invested in everybody else's projects like and in a way it was beneficial like just because i was learning my craft but i was also i was losing my own create creativity and doing other people's work yeah and it's just like mm -hmm. i fell into like the spiral and just like it hits me every couple of months it's just like bam it's like it's like usually when I'm like stressed out, like I'm up editing something for like a deadline. It's not my own thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like, what are you doing? Like you moved the fuck out here to do Sean Siriani. Mm -hmm. And this is what this podcast is right the fuck now. Yes. And, fucking, uh, and yes, my that's awesome, man. Siriani, man. It's real. This shit yeah. is so real. And it looks like you're getting really fucking cold. It's getting late in this park. Uh, and yeah, I, yeah, I think, we can't talk I think we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna we're it, gonna shut this down. Any uh, any last thought? Wait. Anything you want to say, man? Uh, uh, I, uh, I said some things I've never said before. And like, Sean, you're an amazing dude. Fucking everyone listening to this, spread this around the world, because. God damn it! We need to start this fucking sex revolution. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, actually I, I got. I, um, I'll give you the definition. Like these are the two really important things. Malcolm Lovejoy is a mix of Malcolm X and Reverend Lovejoy from The Simpsons. Oh my God, that's yeah, awesome! That's the actual definition. That I am the synthesis of those two things. So yes, yeah. It's like so like office's bedrooms that's almost yeah. like the, the the what was the xavier one yeah uh, Logan uh, Wep xavier, yeah weapon xavier. We weapon xavier yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i'm really about that like uniting different dimensions and like finding the common connection to everything because everything is is connected in as one with love and like um but also like i really am fighting for everyone well as many people that can see this truth that uh sex is the civil rights of the 21st century and like I'm, I'm gonna be the most sexy wildest fucking crazy canadian ever like sex everywhere put my naked body on everything yeah. fearless 
marching fucking naked, slut walk, everything, political things, everything. Just writing books, writing articles, just teaching sexuality, inspiring sex and love and truth. People to just do the freaky shit they want, find a fucking dominatrix, find a fucking sex club, do some shit. Find one partner if you want, if you only want one, especially if you've been single for the last six months and just over fucking thinking everything and working too hard in Toronto to even have one fucking partner Mm -hmm. and fucking just chill the fuck out and have some fun in life and touch somebody and don't be so afraid. So like, yeah, I'm like my shit right now is like love at war to kill fear. So powerful. I think we got to end that. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I feel like. This started off in the most fucking proper way of my whole, like, philosophy of what this show is all about. And thank you. I fucking love you, Addy. I love you too, Sean. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Thanks again to Mr. Addy, Mr. Mindbender, Mr. Malcolm Lovejoy. And um, thank you for listening to the first episode of The Creative Imbalance. And what can I say? That felt pretty good. Um... It, it feels good to just kind of do my own projects for once. I've been in a fucking heap of just doing stuff for other people, as I mentioned. And you know what? It's, it's good to be back. It feels like there's a whole reset on my brain. You can expect more episodes in the very, 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 very near future from me. Joined by some more incredible people. But right now, I'm going to send you off with Mindbender. This is the reset button. Let me start from the beginning at the top of the list. I'll stop the clock forever so you'll never know when apocalypse is. It's the start of your motherfucking ending. So write your will with Smith and Wesson. Bang! But me, whether I am headless or living, I am legend. Never heard of me? Here's a hidden history lesson. I can mentor this year's rookie sensation with my rhyme leftovers from 1997. You freshmen have no conception on how to make a lasting impression. My rap is a sacrilege weapon like you're stabbing your best friend and strangling your pets too. You might survive this moment only if I let you. Step to me and I'll disrespect your feet so viciously. It leaves your neck flesh bruised and your head blue. The sight makes grown men puke. To anyone who comes to your rescue, it's their end too. Shit is disgusting, B. I come to plug the cunt to the fuckery. I regret nothing. Touch the reset button. Touch the reset button. Shit is disgusting, B. I come to plug the cunt to the fuckery. I regret nothing. Touch the reset button. Punch the reset button. I don't have any swagger I am charisma, funk, and passion They dance as inspired chuckles and laughter Cause I'm the overseer and undercover puppet master Behind the iron curtain I am lurking like your grimy mind perversion Blindly searching for a way to abuse and exploit a nicer person But I'm the karma bomb activated by the hands of fate Strangling you with monster's arms after I slap your face With flash and kick ass with wrath and spank your little Impact. Just 
sloppy spitting contradictions and drama dripping modern fiction in fact it's lame and insane how my language arts was more advanced than smart in the fifth grade listening to your music gives my head a sick pain in the ass like a motherfucking migraine shit stain shit is disgusting me i come to plug the cut to the fuckery i regret nothing touch the reset button i'ma uppercut the reset Shit is disgusting, B. I come to flood the cut to the fuckery. I regret nothing. Touch the reason.